Edgar and Carmen on the line talking about brand new music that we love getting to know new artists that make a unique sound because I promise you this is not like anything else you've heard which is stunning because I believe God's mercy is on you every morning we're supposed to be doing something new a new sound that's what God is waiting and birthing in people so I'm wondering Edgar you married this wonderful woman of God. So obviously you had to know him before you got married. You know, you don't marry someone who's not a Christian. How did you get saved in the first place? Oh, my goodness. That's a long answer for a short question. But um, I think in the short version, um, well, one of my friends, his name was uh, Yaku Day. He was so passionate about God and he loved God really with, with all his heart. You know, I've never seen someone really to that extent love God, you know, just by who he is and, and how he made a difference um, you know, to everybody's lives. And he he passed away through a really a freak accident that happened to him. And I didn't believe that he passed away. And I, I, I was always freaked out how he prayed for people because I wasn't a Christian yet. And when, when he passed away, God just reminded me of the way he prayed for people and how he prayed for me. And that same day, I I just fell on my knees and I just repented. And, and yeah, it just happened spontaneously. I just started talking to God, which I never did before. And yeah, my, my life was radically changed, like from not having a relationship at all with God to just speaking to him throughout the day, the whole day. So um, yeah, my, my life was radically changed um, in that moment. And um, yeah, I, I was really crying wherever I went. I just felt this immense presence of God and I, I didn't understand what was happening to me. But um, later on, I understood he just gave me a new heart and a new spirit. And I could feel things that I didn't feel before. And I, I felt his love for people all of a sudden, which I, which I never felt before. And I cared for people that I never cared for before. And I, <laughs> was, <laughs> and I was angry for the things God is angry for. And I love the things that he loves. And I just had like a radical shift in my whole person. Um, I really felt like I died to myself. Um, like that old person was totally gone. And, um, obviously when you go through something like that, you lose a lot of friends that you thought were your friends, um, because you can't do the things that you used to do anymore. And yeah, just because you love God so much, you're not prepared to compromise that relationship for a worldly relationship. What age um, were you? I was 21. I think I was 21, yes. Ah. I think I was 21. And and what about yeah. the Bible? How do you feel about the Bible? The Bible? How do I feel now about the Bible? I love the Word. Like, um, I try to, to get up early every morning if my son doesn't wake up before me. No, but I'm, I'm <laughs> talking then about to... then, when you just got saved. Because oh, to me, that's what I, like okay. one of the dead giveaways or the life giveaways yeah. of getting saved is yeah, how I you think... feel about the Bible. <laughs> I think... If you don't know God, you don't know who the author is, you've got a very nominal relationship with him. Like you pray to God when you need God or when you've got this difficult exam, you pray to him. But you don't you don't subscribe so much authority to the word that you're supposed to. And you don't take it as your final authority over every question you have in your life. Like it's just like an attachment, you know, like at the end of an email, you just attach it like it's a nice Thing add on to, to your to your walk but 
it changes from being an attachment or being the add-on to being your your bread, your daily bread. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think it's a massive shift for me. Like, I didn't regard it that highly when I wasn't saved. Um, even though I went to church, I was a typical um, Christian, how can I say, uh, traditional Christian, and not really saved. I was still going to church every Sunday. I was even part of church leadership, but I didn't have a relationship with him, and, and that makes all the difference. Um, yeah, so I would say I, I really love the Word now, and I can't get enough of it. So, yeah, I think that's a good summary. Carmen, did you have to learn to trust God? Is it something that that was a journey for you, especially if you're someone who likes a list, you know, and and wants things to be all in order and life just isn't? (laughs) That's when your trust, when you find out whether you've trusted God or had faith in Him as much as you thought you did in the past. Did you have a journey of trusting Him? I think so. I think it's it's a constant journey. Especially being a mother now, I mean, um, <laughs> that that is truly like um, testing how we trust him, because now we have to trust him with little ones and that we love so dearly, and um, it's so vulnerable. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have a specific story, but I, I think I had to learn to trust that he wants to do good to yeah. us, yeah, even when. In the current circumstance, it might look like everything is mm. going wrong. Um, mm. Learning to trust that he's in control even when the storm is happening, you know, because there are storms. And he, I, I had to learn to trust him as father and as potter, like him having the clay in his hands. And he knows what he's doing. And there's a lot of scripture um, talking about how the clay doesn't ask the potter, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we do feel like that. I felt like that numerous times. I'm um, I'm very intense when it comes to emotion. <laughs> I'm a very sensitive person. So I think in that, like learning to trust that he is in control, even if it feels like my emotions are like this huge tsunami just um, wiping over me. And um, I think it's – I'm still – I'm still very busy on that journey. I think it's 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 every day and there's seasons where it's much easier to trust him. And then there's seasons when he asks when he asks us to trust him with something and it's a bit more difficult. So mm. especially when he doesn't give you the information and he doesn't tell you how high how high the mountain is that you are busy climbing. <laughs> you just have to trust that it's got a top. It's got a, a summit, and somehow you're all going to make it because he promises that. But he's so Im- yeah. he's so invisible sometimes, you know. And the problem is so in your yeah. face. That's a hard journey, I think, for any Christian. It is. It is. I think. I think. Um, looking back, well, we got married when I was really young. Um, I was twenty years old. So, um, and I think looking back. I, I can see how he imparted like a childlike faith in my heart back then. Because when I look back now and I think of my own children getting married at, at that age. <laughs> you tell, are you crazy? Like, Go to your room. And we didn't, like nothing made sense back then. He only told us like, listen, he wants us to get married and he gave us a date and we didn't have like enough money to do it. We didn't have 
um, all the resources. We didn't know how any everything would um, yeah, just turn out with my studies as well. I was studying at that stage. We didn't know how we, we were going to pay everything. And he just came through and he said, he, he's, he told me the one day, um, I'm in control of the storm. I tell the storm to, to be still and it is still. It's obedient to me. My, your circumstances are also obedient to me, is what he said to me. And like, um, really to trust him with that because he can only be, um, I don't know how to put this right now, but um, I almost want to say if we don't trust him um, and surrender our, our current circumstance to him, then he can't really help us as much as he wants to. But we're still holding it in our hands. It's almost like a child coming to you with, mom, please help me. This thing broke. But the child is reluctant to put it in your hands. Now you have to help him, but it's still in his small little hands. So you can't really help him as much as you would be able to help him if he just fully put it in your hands without touching it again until you're finished until you're done fixing it. That's a great illustration. Okay, I wanted to play another song, but I think now that you've introed this one, maybe we'll have to. What about Even in the Storm? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Second English one. This is not common to hear. Yes. Who did this one? <laughs> have a listen to this. <laughs> 